Welcome to the Real Pros of DC. Each week we interview some of the DC metro area's top professionals and discuss topics related to this unique real estate market. I'm your host, William McCoy, and this is the Real Pros of DC. Welcome to the Real Pros of DC, where each week we interview some of the DC area's top professionals. My name is William McCoy, I have my host Paul, Amanda, and today we have James from Frosty's Heating and Cooling. How are you, James? Very well, thank you. Good to see you. So it's great to have you on the show. Uh, we're doing a show about um, fall preventive maintenance, winter preventive maintenance. Very timely time to talk about this. Tell us, how did you get started in uh, the HVAC? Actually, a family friend had a small air conditioning company in this area. And I met him in, you know, I was 18, I don't know what I wanted to do. He said, if you want to get into any country, HVAC is the best. So I actually listened to him. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Pretty easy story. Uh, how long have you guys been around? We officially incorporated in 1993, 100% out the door, ready to go in 1995. Cool. How many people do you have? It varies seasonally, but 15 to 20 people is normal. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. How many trucks are you in the area? Where is the office at? Uh, right now we have 12. We are in the city of Alexandria. We serve the whole metro area. Wonderful. What's the turnaround time? If I were to call you my HVAC, we have a 365 day a year service. So we generally get there that day if, if we're needed. Sure. So what is the best time to change your HVAC? What's the best, the best cost-effective time? Simple answer, when you don't need the heating or air conditioning. Spring or fall is always the best time to do it. Uh, it varies with, obviously, the weather. I think the weather and a little bit of the economy has a factor. But generally, spring and fall is the best time to do it. And what about, um, if you change the, can you get away with just changing the furnace or just changing the AC, or do you really need to change both of them at the same time? Great question. Peace building is usually not a good idea. I mean, then part of your system is 15 years old and some is new. Generally, um, if you're at the age where everything should be replaced, then you really, really need to replace it. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, warranties, uh, performance, all are going to vary. If you have different brands, different ages, different kinds of equipment. What would you say differentiates Frosties from other HVAC companies? Uh, I'm the sole owner. Uh, that's all I do. I've never done anything else in my adult life. I, I care about my customers and I care about my employees. Well, that's awesome. So the special feature, we're going to have Paul take uh, James downstairs and take a look at the HVAC unit. So Frosty, I think a lot of first-time homebuyers are unfamiliar with HVAC in general. Yes. That being said, with filters, how often should they be changing? Okay, so this is the filter right here. In most situations, if the installation is done properly, there is pretty easy access to it. You can see it. It's sitting right here. This is basically what we call a 3M filter, and a 3M means three months. Pretty simple, change it every three months, but it all depends how much you use it and how dirty your house is. So checking it on a monthly basis is probably the best idea, but as you can see, this one's a little dirty, but it's real simple, visual inspection. Do you like think every it's three months. worth getting the three month, or should you actually get one month and then just change them every month? The one month ones are about a buck. Those will be 10 to $20, depending on which one you get. Okay. Um, I suggest getting the more expensive one. It is better, but it's okay. also less maintenance for the homeowner. Okay, no, definitely. And then as far as seasonality um, and checking the HVAC, how often should they do that? We generally recommend one heating check, one air conditioning check, spring and fall. We call them semi-annual maintenance. But what a customer can do anytime is, you know, you walk into the mechanical room and just a visual check. We don't want too much crap around this, obviously. Uh, people like to use these as shelves. These things do get hot. There are wires here. We don't want any obstructions. Obviously, uh, really bad design if you can 
get in there, is it possible? So that's the main shutoff of your house, right there. So when we walked in, it was kind of halfway shut. Somebody kind of hit it. So it's very important that we, you know, this is the mechanical room. Water heater's here, if you can see that, washer and dryer. So we, we don't want to use this as storage. You know, a few boxes here and there probably wouldn't be a big deal, but you know, all your drain lines, your pipes, your gas, it's all down here. So we want to make sure for a homeowner, they don't cause any more problems than it is. And it is a danger. So we want to make sure we keep these free and clear, just like this is right now. And then when you're doing the maintenance, what are the main things that you're servicing or looking at? Okay, so this is a gas furnace. So if we were to do a heating checkup, we would have no reason to go outside. But, you know, it's a fossil fuel. It burns. Uh, cleaning, checking, safety parameters, gas pressures, outlet temperatures, inlet temperatures, all the above. We do a visual inspection like we would tell the homeowner to do. Just, you know, make sure nothing's out of whack here. You know, this is your gas shutoff. Most people, when they come into a house or if they own a house, should know where to turn the water off, turn the gas off, turn the power off. It's all right here. So, and this would do both heating and cooling right here? This is the heating system. Uh -huh. This is your air conditioning coil, so these pipes actually extend outside to the air conditioner. So the outdoor unit itself is a pump. Okay. And it pumps the cold refrigerant in here to cool the house. Would you look at the outdoor unit in both seasons as well? Or if just it's a heat pump other? system and it's electric only, we will check inside and out both times. Okay. And then what would be the cost if you kind of did that biannually? You know, most service contracts in this area are going to be anywhere from 150 to $250. Okay. Ours so currently is 100, 190 And, uh, you know, that will get you two checkups a year, a little priority service, a little discount on parts. Generally, service calls in this area are going to be anywhere from 95 to $125. Okay. What is the most common part that then needs like replacing, or does the whole thing need to be replaced? You know, at 15, 20 years on gas furnaces, uh, it's probably time to go. Uh, you know, I've replaced them at 10 and 12 years, obviously. If there's a major repair, uh, a motor down there is very important. Mm -hmm. uh, it actually moves all the air throughout the house, so cooling or heating, you know, this is part of the air conditioning system. Right. So a lot of things do go wrong. Similarly with the HVAC, then you have the water heater as well. Um, how old can a water heater be? What kind of maintenance does it need? Okay, so same thing. It, this is a gas appliance. Generally, if you have a gas furnace, you're going to have a gas water heater. As you can see, the gas pipe comes in and tees off and goes left and right. So this water heater, again, this one's relatively new. 12 to 15 years is what you want on a water heater. Now, here's a right. good thing about a water heater. If it's ever going to leak, it's generally going to tell you it's leaking. It doesn't generally just burst it'll naturally leak very slowly. So okay. one thing you want to do on any water heater, electric or gas, is if you're in the room, you're doing your washer and dryer right here. Just look. There should never be any water anywhere. Sure. Okay. Never water. Nothing should be too hot. It should, be pretty, should not be making any noise other than the water And it should be through. fairly gradual if it is going. Yes. Okay. So most of the times we've been to houses and unfortunately they've kind of let go. We call them burst water heaters. Sure. There's a rust stain on the bottom of the water here. It's got a one-inch rust stain. It didn't happen overnight. People just didn't check. Sure. So the code now in the metro area is there is a drain pan uh, underneath it. Right. Okay. And then are you seeing people move towards tankless water heaters? Yes. Or, okay. And what is like the cost difference between the two? Or uh, efficiency level, I guess. Your actually. standard water heaters anywhere from $1,200 to $2,000. Tankless are probably three dollars to $4,000. Okay. There are some requirements for that, so it all depends. And are you finding them to be more efficient and worth the investment? 
Uh, a lot of people do it for space requirements because you can put a water heater on the wall, get it out of there. Um, as far as the efficiency, fantastic efficiency, endless amount of water. Okay. These are still very popular because they're very reliable and cheap. So James, how do people get in contact with you guys? Uh, real easy. Phone number is 703-671-9193. Uh, website is www.frostiesinc.com. Uh, real simple, that's it. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for giving us that information. I know our, our audience wants to hear that. Thanks for joining us on The Real Pros of DC. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Real Pros of DC. Have a real estate topic you would like us to discuss? Go to www.therealprosofdc.com and submit your idea and see footage of the show. See you next time.